10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is January 17th, and we're going to get started here with some news of the Prague Electra upgrade or Petra or Electrog. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know what it's going to be called yet, but Prague Electra is the, is the official name, but I think it's going to be called Petra. So here, Tim Baiko says, yesterday I went over the Electra Prague thread on the ETH Magicians forum and the Consensus Layer GitHub issue, um, and both updated the thread with a summary, but also put the proposals so far in visual form. Figured it could be valuable to share here. A couple of takeaways on the execution layer side, we have more proposals to sort through than on the consensus layer, although the consensus layer has greater share of proposals that could affect the execution layer versus uh, completely independent ones. And both Verkle and Das are big enough to probably be their own, largely unique forks, but nothing else appears to be although large clusters such as EOF and SSZ could in aggregate. This is we could um, get into this more on the all core devs uh, execution, but hopefully this provides a good basis for teams to start using for prioritization. So let's have a look at the diagram and see what's here. So there's a whole bunch of updates on the execution layer. There's a bunch of updates on the consensus layer. Uh, and there's, uh, sorry, just a, a few updates on the consensus layer and then a handful of updates that are consensus and execution layer upgrades. So this is not a final list by any means of what's going to be going into Prague Electra um, that it looks like it'll either be coming um, around November this year or more likely actually will be quarter one next year. So um, maybe a year from now, pretty much um, maybe like 12, about well, 13 or 14 months from now, Q1. Um, we don't we don't know for sure exactly when it'll be, but that seems to kind of be the, the idea because there's a whole lot of stuff in here. Now that does not mean that everything in this upgrade will be will make it to uh, you know the next Ethereum hard fork um, if it gets pruned significantly and you know there's stuff that could be implemented earlier then we could see this broken into two hard forks where we'll get Prague Electra maybe in Q3 this year um, and then another one in Q1 or Q2 um, next year in 2025. So there's a lot of speculation at the moment about what's going to go into which hard fork. But the main thing is the reason why we're covering it here is because there's a couple of these hard forks that could be going into, um, into you know, uh, Ele Prague Electra that um, are important for Rocket Pool. And these are EIP 7002 and EIP um, 7251, which are um, execution layer triggerable exits for stake and also increased max effective balance. There might be others that come up as well later. And like I said, this list is not final. So um, here, Patches says that the Electrog is going to be lit. And people are talking about, like, you know, um, what's going on with that. And, um, uh, you know, here, Invis says nobody said all of these would actually be in the fork, just that these are the ones up for consideration because there's a whole lot of upgrades that are going in there. Um, and, um, here, Halulu says yeah, there's lots of lobbying for 7002, which is, you know, forced exits. And um, yeah, there, there was a, there's a lot of positivity about that. So later on in the day, um, here, non-fungible Yoakum came back with um, some information about the increasing max effective balance, the EIP 7251. So he says it looks like a mechanic for consolidating validators within the beacon chains in the current proposal. 
so which is great for mega pools. This is deeply tied to EIP 7002, which is forced exits for setting up a per validator maximum effective balance. It says this is also good for mega pools. So then there's a link to the Ethereum Substack. If you want to go and read that, you can do that. Um, but then the discussion kind of started about what it means to be merging or consolidating and um that was kind of like a pedantic discussion that uh, that happened jasper says i really hope that it would allow for mass consolidation in one transaction but then um here non-fungible yokum says reading the specification uh, speciation in the article by that definition it's a merger as the balance of the source validator gets transferred to a target validator and then um Invis says, where does it mention the transfer between validators? And then he copies, uh, uh, he copies the text saying, you know, that it moves the balance and that's a transfer. And then um, in uh, Patches says that there's the, you know, in that the way that he read it in the initially, there's uh, a scope for potential theft from um, from the merging or consolidating or transferring, whatever you want to call it. And then here in this says signature by the withdrawal address is required. So it might be a nothing, so, so it's nothing burger for um, stuff like Rocket Pool and Lido because, um, and then, um, then there was some more discussion here about, um, let me see where it is. Um, yeah. Um, Valdorf says, au contraire, this is not a nothing burger. It could allow for migration to mega pools, which I thought was, which I thought impossible. And then um, he and Viz as well says that it requires signature by the withdrawal address of the validator, something we aren't able to provide as we have a smart contract as the withdrawal address. And then Patchy says, you know, can you explain that a little bit more? And um, Invis says, it's important to know that according to standard protocol, a consideration, um, consolidation operation moves the balance of a source validator to a target validator and is signed by the source validator's withdrawal credential and the target validator signing key this statement underscores the necessity for a signature from both the source validator's withdrawal credential and the target validator signing key in such operations however in our situation this requirement presents a logistical hurdle as are set up with the smart contract as the withdrawal address does not conform to the traditional framework that allows for such a signature this discrepancy between our systems configuration and the standard protocol requirements thus result in our inability to comply with the process as it is typically executed and valdorf uh, sorry patchy says i think i see now because of the two-stage deposit and then there was some more discussion going on here about um how the withdrawal credential is set to the mini pool contract <laughs> <laughs> and then there's say more and then there's a whole lot more as well so if you want to read that like you know Invis was I think relying on some chat GPT help there for explaining his point but there, there's definitely some um, logistical hurdles here that need to be uh, worked out and um, figured out but in very much this is exciting stuff and um, I think it's going to be really good for Rocket Pool um, and I guess other staking providers as well going forward. But um, getting us to that mega pool design would be absolutely amazing. By the time um, Saturn Two comes around, it would be it would be really exciting. Okay, that that's just more of what um, Invis was saying. Okay, so next we have an update uh, on um, here, which is an update on um, Nethermind. So Nethermind had that issue with the the smart note stack not thinking that it was fully synced so here they have a new version a 1.25.1 so this is um mainly about um has inf information on the uh, girly and um 
Chiedo? I don't know what the hell. That, that is interesting. Um, Chiedo. That might be the difference in the Sepolia, like execution and consensus layer names. I'm not sure. Yeah, it seems like the dates match up. Um, so we have some issues with that, but they also have the fixed um, ETH syncing invalid behavior. So uh, the ETH syncing method misbehaves for those who upgraded from the older version to the latest one. It returns syncing when the node was fully synced. This version addresses that issue. Uh, so it properly returns the sync status. So that's good because um, there were some um, issues that Rocket Pool users were having with this, uh, the previous upgrade of Nethermind. So you can change the tags now in your um, Rocket Pool service config to um, update to uh, 1.25.1 and then you'll be all set. Okay, next we have this um, video from Chico Crypto, who is a YouTuber who has uh, 320,000 subscribers, so quite a significant um, amount, like a huge audience. And this video of um, his got um, nearly 20,000 views, um, you know, a day ago. So it's it's quite substantial. Um, and here he's talking about his crypto portfolio revealed, the top 10 coins that he's holding. And here he talks about Rocket Pool being one of them. And he's holding, this is the number eight token that he has. And um, Gnosis is number nine, and he's holding them as 5% of his portfolio each. So um, he goes on to explain about um, Rocket Pool here. So, you know, this is he's quite a significant crypto YouTuber and he's got quite a big audience. So the fact that he's talking about Rocket Pool here is actually really cool. Um, and um, yeah, I thought I'd give that a little bit of a shout because that's. Uh, that's really interesting. So some of the other tokens that he's holding, he's actually going altcoin heavy, really. He's holding Chainlink at 15%, GMX at 13%, Ethereum at 12%, Bitcoin at 10%, Ordinals at 8%, Casper at 7%, Illuvium at 6%, and then RPL at 5%, and Gnosis at 5%. And I don't know what his last one is. Um, yeah, here's the full breakdown but yeah that's fine if you want to have a look at that you can go out and have a look at that but i just thought it's interesting because you know um it's it's good that um the rpl token is getting um some attention here from um, from prominent youtubers and you know it was mentioned on coin bureau a couple of weeks ago as well um and just in passing not not as a as a focal point of a video and now you know it's getting mentioned here with like chico crypto and the interesting thing he said in this video is that he's actually a node operator as well so i was curious about whether or not he's actually a rocket fuel watcher that would be really interesting so <laughs> if he's a node operator right like you know the rocket fuel is a really good source of information for node operators so that's that's cool to see Okay, yesterday we had the it was hard fork day on the test nets for Gurley, and um, here we had uh, just after midnight uh, Eastern time, well, one third just around one thirty a.m. Eastern time, um, we got this post from Tim Baiko saying Gurley forked, um, and things are being monitored. And then there is the blob. If you want to see, it's like a blobfish on the logs that comes up. And you know, we now have blobs. So um, people were talking about it in Discord uh, right away. And of course, as always, it's in Viz. who's was saying that uh, take a shot for every validator goes down during the Denkun hard fork on Gurley. Um, and then uh, Dukey says, did it go well? He says it's happening in 44 seconds. And then... Um, right away the sync participation dropped to 50% so less than 50% so that was definitely something that um, was not expected and not good however you know going into the hard fork um, the the participation levels were 
a lot lower than mainnet to begin with so there was some you know there was the expectation that a lot of people who are running godly nodes might not have updated their uh, clients to um, you know accept the blobs so there was but this number i think was a bit higher than just the the lack of updates happening so um as as time went on we you know after a little while um i think it was just an hour and a half we got this uh, from terence um who said prism uh, encountered a bug uh, right at Gurley's hard fork the bug has been identified and the fix is currently being merged a hot patch will image will be released within the next few hours sorry for the inconvenience and thank you for your patience so as you can see then here you know the um the percentages were like you know 48 percent 58 percent 54 percent 57 percent 54 percent so a whole lot of non-finality was taking place um and um that that obviously isn't good um then you know a little while later uh, about 5 20 a.m um Parithosh here had um an update saying that goalie fork has finalized um after the fix so this is the prison patch after the fix was patched in the validators came back online and the chain started finalizing again the mev circuit breaker automatically disables uh, and mev blocks have started um flowing through as well so yay client diversity so this is fantastic and then he said we're seeing a healthy number of blobs submitted to the network you can expect deeper analysis over the next few days we'll be relying heavily on zatu for the data and there's a link and then he says tune into the all core devs for a full incident report but i do want to mention that we went from fork to issue to triage to fix to finality in under four hours the debugging apparatus has gotten great which is actually like a huge um a huge sign of like confidence here because you know there was an issue that was identified sorry the fork happened issue was identified and and figured out like really really quickly and not only did it happen but the fix was put out and it got finality which is absolutely fantastic so this is a huge shout out to the core devs who are working on this at prism and elsewhere to get all this fixed and um and a successful hard fork you know after after four hours but um this is the this was the point of the testnet right Gurley is an old deprecated um testnet like people have been like leaving it for months now like rocket pool doesn't even offer updates for Gurley anymore i think through the smart node stack so these are the kind of things that you know could have issued uh, could have, sorry could have uh, impacted um the hard fork and um thankfully it's everything looks good now um next is on to sapolia and then on to Haleshki. Um, within the next two weeks like every each one's taking place one one week after the other so that's really really exciting to see and then um before finality had happened um here coindesk released this article saying that um it's not it's failing to finalize but then um of course you know we know that within a couple of hours after that everything did finalize which was really cool okay so here i want to recover this tweet from jasper where he says look familiar it's a rocket pool model let's go back one step and see what's going on over here so uh, david hoffman put out a tweet yesterday saying hey what's the biggest question you have about eigenlayer let's see if we can get answered let get them answered right so dc investor said do they have plans to introduce an architecture which does not just restake eth but also allows for non-layer one proof of stake staked deposits to participate and then here we have kaido who works with eigenlayer saying that um you could have a dual staking model which you would have native token a staked and external token like eth staked and these will come together to provide the services 
And then Jasper here says that, does that look familiar? It's the rocket pool model. So then Kaido says, wait, how? Please link, sir. I would love to learn more. Jasper says, in very broad terms, rocket pool has dual staking as well. The primary ETH collateral and secondary RPL collateral. The RPL DAO um, acts as a check on the entire process. However, it's not as nuanced as the eigenlayer um, evolution. The dual staking you all present is definitely a step forward. So this is, um, and then um, this is, um, Jiawe asks like 8 ETH and 2.4 ETH worth of RPL for 8 ETH mini pools and Jasper says yes. So this is really interesting that this um the bonding of tokens like going to a two token system uh, in part you know Eigenlayer could be doing something like that which is kind of exciting and then like Jasper says it does look somewhat familiar to what um Rocket Pool is doing which is which is also which is always cool. Okay, moving on from um like we just talked about idling for a second but like moving away from rocket pool for a second here we had madma in the discord yesterday posting a screenshot um of nico from diva staking replying about when uh diva will be launching and let's actually go to the diva um discord to have a closer look so chris.eth says q1 mainnet sir like you know it will diva be launching in qnet one uh, sorry, Q1 for Minnet, and Nico says that's correct. Chris is very much looking forward to it. Nico says we all are. It's very exciting. So now this actually brings up a few questions, right? Because we weren't expecting Diva to be launching in Q1. We want, like, you know, I from people who are kind of familiar with Diva and um, with how these things kind of go, they were saying, you know, Q2, maybe even Q3 uh, would be more realistic. But here, Nico from Diva Staking was saying Q1 is is uh, is when they want to go live. So Noshua, of course, asks the question, can you share when the audits have started, will start? So you have to remember, right, when the audit starts, you need many weeks post like the audit process takes many weeks so just like houston upgrade for rocket pool um the audit started i think in october or november and now we're currently undergoing the second round of audits so this whole process you know for rocket pool can take many many months like three four five maybe even six months in some in some cases depending on how we want community testing to happen as well um so if the audits haven't started yet then you know the expectations of diva going live in q1 are extremely unrealistic so uh, to that post there was no reply which was really interesting because that i think is at the at kind of the crux of the of the discussion in the next step the next stage and then here people were talking about when is the token going to launch and um, Pateris says you know token has launched but it's non-transferable and likely to be transferable after uh, you know, we're getting closer to mainnet a release, and um, he shares some information from the docs here saying Diva mainnet is expected by Q1, Q2 after the Denkun fork, and once the code is completed and fully audited. So, uh, as far as I know, all three things um, in this have not happened yet, right? So, the Denkun fork, of course, has not happened yet. The code, I think, as far as I know, is not complete and uh, definitely not fully audited yet. So, then Pateris came into like of course you know he's a rocket scientist the rocket pool discord says i don't think that person knows when diva will launch the staking foundation should not have the inside knowledge from shamir labs who are the developers it says i think this is the most accurate statement thus far which i just read out about the after the denkun fork and once code is complete and fully audited and this is denkun is not even on any testnet yet this was yesterday um their next um, testnet release has been delayed by i think four weeks already they'll probably go to east denver and that's a lot of dev time lost however over here um 
Miko was asked about going to Denver this year and he says I'll skip this year personally I need a break after DevConnect Istanbul so I think you know the, the dev team are diva heads down working hard um so much so that they might be skipping um Denver this year as well um and um yeah Pateras had a little bit more information about the the launch he says you know the end of Q1 as end of March if they release their final version by end of January that's two month public testnet it's like state level YOLO and that's without the um, audits or anything like that as well because I don't know if they're happening or if they've happened yet so there's a lot of um, question marks around this and I think that um they need to they need to um well we don't know we don't know yet what's going to happen but I think Q1 is definitely way too optimistic and I think not sure actually put it as Q3 maybe even Q4 potentially timeline for mainnet launch because of you know using other staking services like stakewise even rocket pool they're like adjustment adjusted timelines as the as we got closer to launch uh how that got pushed further and further back but um you know here's hoping they launch soon and everything goes smooth for them because i want my tokens <laughs> i'm just kidding like it'd be great for them to come online Okay, finally, I'm going to end with this post, uh, this comment in trading from Royal Canadian Ethforce, who says, just finished a year-long flying course where I haven't had much time to spare and or, or energy. And he says, your podcast is replying to me, saying, your podcast has been perfect for keeping up to date on all things Rocket Pool. Thanks, Whack. And then there's this really cool picture. That's the main reason why I'm um, uh, posting it here of this airplane number 122 that is way too close to airplane 106. They're flying in formation, of course. And that's really exciting. So yeah, it's really nice when people like send a message of uh, support and thanks like this. It's truly appreciated. Like it, it warms my heart so much. So thank you, Royal Canadian ETH Force. Um, and congratulations on finishing your a year-long flying course and i really hope that you get everything you want out of your um you know certification or whatever comes next for you with this but it looks like like what you're doing is pretty cool so <laughs> that's awesome anyway thank you everyone for watching listening and being part of the rocket fuel community um i will see you all tomorrow and um, i hope you all have a lovely day bye